Oh, I've seen it was on there. We got decided to do ultimate ultimate CPT. <laughs> oh, really? It, it, we it was supposed to start at eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> we like a black wedding. <laughs> we, just throw out, we just throw out time. It don't have to be. Just be at the. She's gonna get married. Chill, chill. Oh. The reception's still gonna be high. No, we can't really do the intro because I have all. All that on my back, on the computer. Uh, well, I guess we can. Huh. All right. You know what to do. Hey, I'm you, you ready? I'm gonna ch I'll chop it up and and, and edit it. Uh, we can get to it, but um, welcome to your black asylum. Your black black on the net. I'm Mr. Brown. Okay, P. And So yeah, <laughs> we were so hyped today. I I fail y'all every Tuesday because I I was so hyped. I mean, so hyped because I had all the tech stuff going. Bought a new laptop. All this fancy. Oh, all no. This, yeah, this shit, this shit is only a month old. <laughs> one, two months old. And basically, it just shut down on me. Like in the middle of everything. Just said, kaput. I'm doing this one. Man. So I'm back on the Lenovo, the, one of the, the slowest computers in the world, but it's an old reliable. Yeah. And at our streaming speeds. It's <laughs> something to be desired. The same chip is kind of kind of slow. Well, in the words of Bun B, Don Perion is supposed to bubble. It be like that sometimes. And at this point, I'm like deactivating every Wi-Fi device besides the uh, besides this computer. And just see where things go from there. Yeah. So, so JB, how was your day? That's that's what we're gonna get. <laughs> I'm 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 good. And maybe she's frozen. Oh no! See, man, this thing this thing here is just not not some days. It's not not gonna it's do what it needs to do. All right, so well, you back? I don't know if you'd be frozen, delayed response, not talking. Well, I think it was, I was frozen and then it just never got right. So I switched browsers, fingers crossed. Uh, I mean, you you here, you live. Which was on Bing? All right, what's you use? <laughs> <laughs> it was delayed, so it must have been Bing. <laughs> Hey, she be hype about that thing too. <laughs> Bing. Like, what are you, you guys? Using? I'm on like, Internet Explorer. 
Don't worry, I'm the last one yeah. to be talking about. You're a Netscape bro. Shit, man. <laughs> you got Netscape. <laughs> that still exists. I, I should be the last one talking about that stuff. Um, no. <laughs> Look, my camera don't even say webcam. It says integrated camera. <laughs> Hey, IBM, Lenovo, you done saw me through a lot. Yeah, I got a Lenovo too upstairs, so you know, we do what it do. I think this is a Lenovo I'm on now. What is this? I'm gonna move it. I'm messing my camera. Dell, dude. You're getting a Dell. All right, so JB, Blackest Moment. Your Blackest Moment. (laughs) Other than starting late as shit. Yeah, I mean, that was gonna be my Blackest Moment. Um, It can't be your Blackest Moment every time. Well, we gotta just be on time, and then then you can hold me accountable for having a different blackest moment. Man, at seven o'clock, I was down here <laughs> creating new, creating new was. features was. and functions and stuff like that. I like I literally ate, came down here, came down to the studio, started like working on stuff, like typing it up. We did a live video. We did a live pre video. We were so hyped. Yeah. Yep. And then three minutes until the show starts, computer just goes completely dead. Yup. You know, I think this is a greater microcosm of like all the reasons I'm late. Like I all intentions of being places on time, but things happen. Like, yo, I, I couldn't find that other sock that I really, really wanted to wear. Uh, I couldn't find my keys. Somehow, some way it was in the refrigerator. Type of things happen. I guess God just didn't want me to be at your particular function on time. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And then, you know, I just man, <laughs> but I, I mean, look, I, I was on, like, I'm sending, I'm sending, I'm sending JB a text, like, hey, I want to get this last sound check in. And she's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm coming, I'm on my way. And I'm like, all right. And then the second I, I'm like, I'm like, Mr. Brown, sit down so we can test the sound. And my laptop shuts off. And it hasn't shut back on. So we'll see. Yeah. While, while I'm getting ready to travel for 10 days. 10 days. So what's your blackest moment, KP? No, no, I, I don't want to talk about. No, no, I mean. Yeah, we got my, my blackest moment. Uh, February 4th would have been uh, Trayvon Martin's 23rd. Birthday twenty three. Goodness gracious! And I just can't. So we yesterday we were all all on my laptop on the software. Yeah, <laughs> doing like a little quick run, and um, you know we were talking about Colin Kaepernick being this uh microcosm or this um like the the symbol for for this movement. But if we go back even further. Like this whole Black Lives Matter thing really started with with Trayvon Martin, and you know, you thinking that what's that? You don't you don't think it started with Troy Davis? No, because I think I think the Davis narrative um, didn't have the because the Troy Davis narrative. Had, are you talking about Jordan? What's his name? Jordan Davis? Or no, Jordan? Jordan Davis was after Trayvon Martin. Okay. Uh, uh, Troy Davis is... Troy Davis 
was a was older, right? He was older, like like you know, so many people then give us some give us some context. Well Troy Davis so Troy Davis was I might I might be fucking his name up Yeah. But I wanna Troy Davis or Anthony it's Troy. Troy Davis was um wrongfully well, he was executed in Georgia and they had enough evidence, like people had recanted. Um there was Conversations around witnesses tampered with, and they executed him. Yes. So, so I feel like the I feel like the narrative around Troy Davis is the narrative of 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 all black men who are incarcerated falsely. But I think the I think the Trayvon narrative struck a chord because one, this wasn't a a law enforcement thing. it was basically. A white man getting away with, with, murder. with murdering a, a black kid, like a black kid, like yeah. it, it, it's it's the same imagery of Emmett Till, and, and I think that's what started. I think Trayvon was our Emmett Till, and will be looked at as our Emmett Till, which is sad because in 2018 we shouldn't have Emmett Tills or Trayvon Martin. But Tra- so isn't Trayvon Martin basically basically the catalyst for Black Lives Matter, right? right. Exactly. It, without Trayvon Martin, that's when we finally like had enough. Like, you no know, cops get away with murder, and we don't like it. But it was kind of like, damn. But this was a citizen. Like, I can, it, I can literally be hunted, and no repercussions are going to happen. And that's why I think the Trayvon Martin one hurt so much worse than the rest uh, uh, at the time, and then. It'll be no people kept saying, "Hold my beer, watch out what I'm about to do next." I think the other part of it is, as a black man, all of us saw ourselves in uh, Trayvon Martin. Like I've gotten Skittles and Arizona tea. Like that is my go-to gas station move. It's Arizona tea and some Skittles. Like I do that now, and obviously I'm wearing a hoodie today. Yeah. So it's. It's kind of um, it's kind of weird, but I just wanted to, I don't know, all my all, all my blackest moments been dark. more morbidly <laughs> dark, recognizing someone that that died. But I can't, I can't let this episode go by without recognizing him because, as we were talking about with with Colin Kaepernick and the bigger calling of what you did, he actually gave his life. For this awakening, awakening in America, and so, and twenty three probably would have been graduating from college, yeah, uh, living a good life, and we don't have that. We don't have that black. We don't have that black genius right now. Yeah. So I guess it's up to me. My black, <laughs> blackest moment. Yep. Has everyone are. done the thing. Uh, before I go through my blackest moment, I want to make sure everyone is viewing. Go ahead and share the video. If you're watching right now, share it so we can increase the conversation. It's always important. That's how we reach out and actually make change in our community. That's the reason why this. And by our community, we mem- we recognize all our circles because um, we need every part to do that. And as always, like, share, subscribe on whatever platform you're viewing this, hearing this right now um, for your Blackest Hour. So as I go into my Blackest Moment, uh, for those who don't know, if you've been watching for a while, you realize right now that I am a teacher. 
a public charter school teacher, but a public teacher nonetheless, right? We call it a public school teacher, right? And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's publicly funded. That's yeah. how I get my money. That's how I get my money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, well, I understand the game. So it gives me a unique perspective to see the charter realm and the bigger realm of public education. So I can always put insight on those discussions, especially when it comes to the experimental practices that they're doing with our black and brown children in the inner cities, as they say. Um, but this is the beginning of Black History Month, and I am the chair of the Black History uh, Month program at my school. And I was also responsible for giving all the morning meeting uh, messages for all the grades. Um, every day in every classroom, they, we generally have a theme for the month. And right now, that theme is perseverance racking my brain of how can I connect perseverance to these kids in a real life way through black history. Then I started thinking about black history, that black history is the story of perseverance, of seeing dire straits and still continue to press forward. Like even when you listen to lift every voice and sing, which is some of the most depressing lyrics you've ever heard, but it was like, no, we kept trotting through tears and blood and rain, and this is our anthem. <laughs> it's not no kumbaya, the ramparts waving. Dark is the weary path. It's tears. Yeah. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep pressing. And we can only sing songs full of the hope. <laughs> full of the hope. <laughs> Do you have the hope yet? Right. No. You got to sing the song. Oh, <laughs> that's full, full of, the of the hope. Hope and the weary. So I was just thinking about that highlight of having kids thinking about Carter G. Woodson, who was the second African-American to ever graduate from Harvard University. Uh, you know, we still need to get that, that validation, I guess, from the white world at the time, uh, after W.B. Du Bois. And his mission then became, how can I let my people know about their history? And he's quoting. have accomplished, lose the inspiration, which comes from the teaching of biography and history. And when you control the man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. And so he was constantly like, these kids got to know. They got to know what's going on, uh, how their lives are affected. So I sat my kids down and was like, do you realize you're sitting in a room because of the people who decided, hey, you should have an education. You're sitting in the room using tools that you didn't know black people help made your life better with. You're sitting in a room with crayons, which thank you, History Channel. I didn't know crayons are thankful because of George Washington Carver's inventions, that we got the proper wax to make all them kind of colors. Thank you, George Washington Carver. You're making everything. How we have a pencil sharpener that my kids abuse on a regular basis. But we have that. And I was like, kids, you don't understand all the things that you're actually doing. And thank you, thank you, thank you for all the people who sat down or stood up or got fat at or cursed upon to persevere so we can have a better tomorrow. And that's my blackest moment, man, hanging out with the kids, mm -hmm. giving them a drink. Damn, that's shit no more. That's like... <laughs> and we're going to shut down the show. Hey. And we're over it. Hey, so. go, go read some, some, some damn Carter G. Woods, uh, 
as they keep it going. No, I just want to encourage all through this Black History Month, and that, sound, that sounds terrible, right? I said it out loud. All through this Black History Month, share with us your favorite Black History moments at your Blackest Hour, uh, and we will get them up. <laughs> I'm laughing at the comments. It was like, oh, wow. <laughs> the outspoken Black guy happens to be the chair of the Black History program. Yes. <laughs> it was like, who is going to lead this? Hey, you speak out on injustices on a regular basis. I'm like, man, I'll be trying to hold my tongue, but y'all keep trying to do this race and inclusion thing okay. in my school and whatnot. But. So why are we not doing like the blackest black history program at your school? Uh, you know, I'm not doing the blackest black history because program you, at our school. You still like the you're a cross between Carlton Banks, Wayne Brady, Dave Chappelle. I'm trying to put your. I'm trying to. Your, I'm trying to level quanti- your. Quantifying my blackness yeah, right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm trying you're to level quantifying my blackness. Word, word. We doing let this? Me, Didn't we have a whole argument about this one season ago? Let, well, let, well, let me just talk about. <laughs> let me talk to JD and let her. Um, she doesn't know you as well. So, on uh, her first impression, where would you rank Mr. Brown? What scale? Between militants? Yeah, he only dates. He only dates white women. That's what I thought. Oh, 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 oh. So she ranked you on the top of the game. Yes, this man oh, no. like literally relied heavily upon structures that validate acceptance of European systemic everything to like those. You like Justin Timberlake, but we are, we are over. She said, I'm just a Timberlake on my blackness scale. God damn. God damn, I'm an appropriator of blackness. Well, damn. Well, well wow. damn, damn, damn. Shazam. I'm just kidding. I'm No, 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 you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's what you really think. Because that's the first thing you say. And you didn't even hesitate. You date white women. <laughs> I would have to say this. Solely. My wife is black. <laughs> Thank you very much. She is the same complexion as me. Thank you very, very much. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> as, as I get quiet. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet, too. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Right, right, right. We, we can't be throwing no stones on no no glass, the glass houses we live in. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. That, that came. Oh, my goodness. So... God forbid that I ever have to get married again, but I can I make mean, sure that she got to be the blackest of the I black. Mean, here's, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Back to your your program. It has to be like Wakanda, too. Like, like you got to have all your kids dressed up in like Black Panther gear, like fashions from the Wakanda. I want to see uh, Kente Call Fashion Show, like the Congressional Black Caucus did. We'll jump into that later. <laughs> like, I want to see that. All right. Because it's all for show, right? So, so, so this, this is my vision. You know, y'all can tell me it's... it's Huey, Huey I, I just started thinking about Huey off the boondock. Uh, now, now, now I'm like... You're going to get fired. No, I'm not going to get fired, but they going to win it. Having the blackest black history program. You're going to lose your job. And, and look, look, we went black-ish history program black ish mr brown don't we don't go too far 
with it. Oh, but no, like the theme is black excellence with a focus on black achievement and education, uh, with a big focus on historically black colleges and universities and black fraternities and sororities. Uh, you know, so highlighting all those people who came up through yeah. these things. What, 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 what? Black revolutionary freedom fighters. That's what, boy, if you, if you go out there. <laughs> <laughs> the program written, man, goddamn. <laughs> if you go out there with a whole bunch of Huey Newtons, Malcolm X's, Bobby Seals. Matt Turner's. Matt, oh, my Turner. God. We did, did Nat Turner last year, though. We did Nat Turner last year. Did Mark Vizi all that? I'm telling you, he's like the most, like Brother Mars, armed. <laughs> be like have the oh, pro- have the provisional government of the Republic of New Africa. Have your kids start spouting out some PGRNA stuff. <laughs> Reparations now. <laughs> I can only dream that this happens. You ain't you ain't you ain't you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't. <laughs> As I got, I got my Morehouse joint on, representing my HBCUs, keep my blackness going. But clearly, that don't mean a hill of beans on this goddamn show. Right, right, nah, nope. <laughs> like, damn. We want to see. <laughs> look, look, JB, JB, you don't even know if you had watched some of the past shows. I don't, I don't, I don't participate in protests. I don't. <laughs> White went. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you went. <laughs> you just validated her. You just validated her white woman instead. Oh. Uh, well, I just wait. I just wanted to really quickly like put a little asterisk around that because I, it's not. You can date who you want to date, but if you exclusively only date non-black women, exotic-sized like white women who have black features then it's a whole problem. So I just want to, for your friend Mike, who probably feels like I hate him because he's white, I don't, I don't feel that way. I just... Oh, no, nah, no, nah, man. Hey, I ain't got no qualms. I love... What's my type? What's my type? Um, he's very much on... Dark skin. Dark skin. Yeah. Black slim, woman. Black women. Yeah. Short hair. <laughs> natural hair, natural man. Hair. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it gotta be short. I just like natural. Like, don't scare natural hair women. Like if Lupita Nyong'o came in, I'd be like, oh, I'm all on that. I'm, I'm all so on. glad you said her name right, cause I I just knew. <laughs> I like the chat shot. Hey, hey. hey, we want to shout out everybody in the in the Facebook comments. I see like a bunch of people in the Facebook comments. I like my boy Travis. Uh, hey Megan, hey Jerusha, Malik, always good, always a pleasure. Mike, what's up? <laughs> Everybody. If you if you don't know, we live live stream the podcast on Facebook. We try to do it at eight o'clock on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we try, and you can always go visit the website at yourblackesthour.com to get the latest content from us. Uh, Back it, to no, no. If they watch it right now, go ahead and share. We gotta, we gotta say, share, share the conversation, make it bigger, make it broader, make it yep. beautiful. Yeah, holla at my boy, my my, my cousin Lito. Congrats on the engagement, and yeah. the greatest barber in the world, Brian Carter. I saw you in the comments. Yeah. Too. All right, so back to back to the show. We were talking about Black History. So but, speaking of Black History, 
Did you watch that travesty? They tried to connect so, with the Dodge I'm, Ram. I'm gonna, you want you gonna go past that? No, I'm gonna give it to. I want to give it to JB first. So because I don't know what y'all are talking con- about. Okay, context. If you didn't watch, obviously you didn't watch the Super Bowl because your boycott the NFL on the on the advice of Colin Kaepernick, who never said boycott the NFL. <laughs> Those words never came out of his mouth. However. One of the commercials. I said. Okay, you're right. You said it, and and you were taking the knee for Kaepernick before he was. He was. Yeah. So one of the commercials, one of the Super Bowl commercials for Dodge Rams, was MLK's voice giving us like some real MLK, like the real, but actually selling trucks. Wait, time out. Like he fears me. Burning house, the real, or like, like I have a dream. Like, like one of MLK's, not, not one of the MLK speeches that white people grab to like use for to promote white supremacy, but like one of his real, like one of his real nigga speeches. It was like it was an anti-capitalism speech, exactly. And they used that anti-capitalism speech to, to sell, sell cars. And it was such so confusing, and it was like, I, I gotta let you, I gotta let you speak just on your thoughts. It was just mind so, but, blowing. But here's the, and here's the bigger issue: to license those words from MLK, you have to go through his trash ass fucking kids. His trash ass. Now, now his kids would not let the words be used for the movie Selma, but Dodge Ram cut them a check. And they got MLK. They got like some real MLK. Let so, me tell you something about this trash ass motherfucking kids. Cause they've always bothered me. I came out the womb and was like, these niggas trash. And that's my first word. So if y'all clocking, just yeah, they, yeah I'm, cl- I'm, cl- I'm clutching my <laughs> They fight over like his artifacts and like what can go like they're not trying to let things go into the black Smithsonian they're not trying to like like you said they weren't going to release his content to be used in Selma like just trash and fighting like all in the middle of the street like just calling each other names like they not invited to no barbecue and just so I know Coretta and Martin spinning just been in their grave over these trash. They're they're really like, I ain't raised these trash ass kids. Like what what are y'all doing? Like y'all making me look bad. Like I just see I just see like a like Coretta Scott giving them the look like y'all embarrassing me in front of these white people. So I start thinking to myself, um is Ralph David Abernathy children? Acting like this, but because Ralph don't Ralph Dean got those cold behind speeches. Joseph E. Lowry, who's my favorite uh, civil rights figure, is Joseph E. Lowry's kids doing all this How about Stokely Carmichael's kids? Are they doing crazy things in the streets right now? Is uh Huey P. Newton if he has any children? Are they doing crazy things in the streets with these images and whatnot? I guess my I guess my big. Uh, yeah, 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 they got them early. Yeah, but I just think the other thing I just been thinking about is like, how did MLK like for a long time? 
I did not like Martin Luther King. I did. Because that's because your, I, that's your bro. Because I only got whitewashed Martin Luther King. Uh, and I was like, yo, like the way Martin Luther King was fed to me at first was this whole hands, you know, kiss your oppressor, let him fuck over you, and just be happy about it. Because being happy about it will make him not want to fuck you over anymore. That's how. That's how I. Yeah, that's how Martin Luther King was first given. Yeah, but he's not that guy. But he's not here. But he's not. And, and it just goes to the, the the pathology of white supremacy, right? They took the like the greatest leader. If you read the things that he's written, one and some of the speeches that he's given, like one of the greatest leaders for black liberation, and turned him into like this. Some, some, oh, what's the word? Submissive figure. Figure in, Amer- in in American history, and like the cherry, like the culmination event of this is is Martin Luther King selling Dodge Rams. It's just like an episode of the Boondock where they want him to endorse the McRib, and it's like, <laughs> and that's where we are. But it goes to the greater yeah. narrative that white people in general have, or I want to say white people, the majority culture have wanted. When you see someone like Muhammad Ali, who they celebrate, but they really celebrate him now because he doesn't really have the ability. He does, he's dead now, but before he died, he didn't have the ability to speak as fiery as he once did. Because they don't celebrate Jim Brown like that, because Jim Brown can still say them words if need be. Well, Jim Brown, uh, Jim Brown is an all I but like, let's. No, like, he is not. He's, he's a complex person. Yeah. He did all around cool. Yeah. He did too yeah. much for the civil rights yeah. movement. Yeah. We call him an all around yeah. cool. I don't care. You don't. You but you don't get to. Let, let me tell you something. If, but no. But look, he he over here slandering and slamming Colin Kaepernick for that. First off, that's the one. Two, it is not in perpetuity. You can be down for the cause and then. <laughs> Like, it's not. You got to renew your membership every day. Black people not getting disinvited to the party. Every day. Every day. Turn it on. I wake up in the morning. You got to write that down. Renew your black membership every day. Membership. Renew membership every day. Renew. I'm putting that on a t-shirt. Right. We we put that on a t-shirt and we sell it. Can I get a coin? Can I just give you one coin off that? I just think what I think back to the I think back to the sixties and and seventies and him and Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Bill Russell, like all all being like, yo, we we ready. Like we'll 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 fuck this shit up if you want us to. And they still with Muhammad Ali. But I know Jim Brown in recent years has been looking to collect checks. This is old. And so, you bring him in as a as a diversity consultant, and I'm doing air quotes, diversity consultant. You know, he'll cut the checks. He'll get he'll get his check cut. But you you constantly quote Tupac as saying that revolution is a young man's game. It's like after you get a certain age, you're right. Like like you may have a leader in their 30s, but they started in their 20s, and now they like, damn, I'm really kind of just doing it for y'all. Like I really want to sit my behind down because I need to pay my mortgage now. I got my kids. I got about I, I got all this other stuff. I got so much life. Huh? No. No. 
So I just, I think that y'all are looking at black maleness in regards to the revolution, but uh, Davis out here fucking still cracking heads. True. Is I mean, not, we're not, uh, so we're not. I, I ain't discounting. We're going to always elevate, we're going to always elevate black women on this show. I know, I know, I understand, I understand, and it's a complex issue. I'm going to, I, I do oversimplify sometimes, but look, for real, fuck, fuck Jim Brown, and I like Jim Brown. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so get it back to, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, like, that's how she feels, hey, she feel how she feels. Yeah, I like you, but you know what? <laughs> feel how she feels. Um, that's what we brought her on here. This is why we. This is why we we asked her to do this with yeah, us yeah, to be yeah. a part of this team. But I I think it just bothered the ML. Just getting back to the ML commercial, it bothered me at my core because MLK selling trucks now, yeah. like not not revolution. Not not economic freedom, econ- not economic independence. Not I am a man. Yeah, he's selling Dodge Rams now, yeah. and his kids are letting him do this shit. Yeah. And that's what fucks me up. Like if yeah. I saw his kids in the street, it had to be well, like it had to be like some 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 fist play. So I got a question for both of y'all: Is it does it make it more or less problematic that they license? these words for that commercial because they didn't license his words for other things or or not because you said we constantly bring up that they weren't allowed to use all his words for selma but were able to use it for this so does that make it more or less problematic um uh, and i think it's, it's very it's very problematic because it just goes into the mlk into the white supremacy narrative and MLK is a figure to basically subdue black anger and black age. Because the first person they say it. Go ahead. I mean, it's problematic for the simple fact of that they killed him with the words that got him killed. So he was a lot of preaching on violence, black rights, segre- uh, desegregation, all that shit, right? And, but the government who was found liable for his in civil court, right? Like all the evidence provided, the government killed him when he started talking about anti-capitalism, socialism, and the banding together of poor black. Same thing. Same reason why they killed Freddie Hampton. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's problematic and it's disgusting. And you know they deserve to be spoken about in this manner. It is disgusting. That they had to bury their father to go against this exact sentiment. Like, their father was was anti-capitalism because he knew capitalism began in America, essentially, at at cattle slavery, at chattel slavery. So the fact that they were were trying to collect a coin off the assassinated father's words and what got him assassinated was speaking out against capitalism. And they sold the essence of him for a dollar. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. And that's uh, what no, it no, is. no, 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 not is what it is. This is what I want to say. I'm sorry. That was a bad transition on my part. 
But I do want to say that uh, your Black is our website. You check it out. We're going to start a book list series of shit you should be on, books you should be reading. And we're going to put some of the materials that as a informed person of color, you should be reading from the ISIS papers to even a book like George Orwell's 1984 of how capitalism is built and how the top tier always pits the lower tiers against each other. So we're going to be on that. Check it out. If you don't, check out the website. We put new stuff out there every single day at yourblackesthour.com. Your black is hour on the net. Got to do the plugs, bro. I got, I got you, and I appreciate the plug. But, yeah, I... I can't. I'm having a hard time letting it go, and moving on, because it's yeah, that's not my Dr. Ken, and and his children need to be beat up on site, and Oprah needed to call them and say, "What the fuck y'all doing?" And but well, she tried to do that at Selma, and they played Oprah to the left, because Oprah was like, "Look, we want to get this movie made. I'm putting my own money behind it. Let's get this movie done." And they was like, nah, you ain't going to be able to use these words. But fucking Tosh Trucks. Like, of all the things to sell your, your father's words to. Fucking cars. And one of Martin Luther King boys go on the thing and say Donald Trump not racist. Like, he needs his ass what? all the way kicked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's number three, Martin Luther King was like, like, he needs his ass kicked. I'm, I'm changing back to Mike. He ain't Martin no more. Right. Michael King again, yo. We can't even call you Trey. Or, <laughs> yeah. or nothing like that. Because you fucking up the legacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for what? That's the thing. The, the dollar. The dollar. I don't even think they... Because they don't even... They don't, he be looking so trash on TV. Like, honestly, if I'm selling out my father's dreams and words... Like now, I'm coming in with a fly ass suit. Yeah, and they kicked Dex out the family, right? And I think I always felt they kicked Dex out because he's one who actually looked the most like Martin Luther King. I always thought that in my head, and I was like, "Oh, oh, you really could make some bank off of this lookalikeness." Nah, bro, you ain't with us no more. You ain't with us no more. So, I control it. Bernice ain't with that biz though. She was upset. I looked at Twitter. Bernice ain't about that noise. So we moving on from MLK, which is sad during Black History Month that we were having this conversation that we can't we can't let the true Martin Luther King live. Yo, but uh, yeah, baby, did y'all? So honestly, Super Bowl questions are are really all the Super Bowl topics really suck because <laughs> one of us didn't watch the didn't watch the Super Bowl, <laughs> didn't watch the Super Bowl, but the halftime show. <laughs> the, the, the halftime show had Timberlake, and I didn't really watch it. I was exposed. Who enjoyed it though? Who enjoyed? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, no, there's no, one person. No, no, there's no, one person that no. enjoyed the show, taking his ass to the show, like like pee popping. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So since I'm the only one to really watch the shit. I'm going to give it a hot take. I am going to give the hot take 
on what I thought of the halftime show. The very first thing I thought was problematic, and I said it, you heard me yelling from downstairs, is that he went on stage and performed uh, Move Your Body, Shake Your Body, Move Your Body, Move Your Body, dun, 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 whatever. Now he's going to try to act like he don't know the song. I, I can't remember but the title. You're going to hear trying to act like he don't know the song. Why are you singing every word? So, now, you, now you don't know no. the word. So he goes up there on that stage and does that song, the song that calls Janet to be banned. And then he goes to that line where he rips off Janet Jackson's costume. He goes, pause, we're not going to go that far, something that's like that, and gave a real, like, trolling smile of, yeah, I kind of remember what happened last time I was here. I'm not going to do it. I was like, yo, that's so uncool. That's so uncool. Like, like, you should have been a bigger man who was like, bring Janet Jackson back out there with you. That's all I was thinking the whole time. Like, where's Janet? If you're going to do this damn song, bring Janet back out you. And then he tried to placate the crowd. kind of dry. And I know it's unfair to compare him to past shows, but damn, you ain't Bruno Mars. You ain't Beyonce. That's like, try to bring Prince out when the most iconic uh, halftime shows. Now you put, put a hologram or a projection up there on the screen. I'm like, bro, you're trying too hard. So I won't say it was the worst show. He has hits, and I sung along with it, but it wasn't no like icon of all time. But you know, I draw the line. One at the Janet Jackson stuff. That shit just fell. And and we try to do a job of promoting black women on here. <laughs> Two, I am the biggest Prince fan in the entire fucking world. And Prince don't give his music to no no fucking suckers. And JT is a sucker. Use Prince music and and Prince. I don't care. Prince didn't even like. Prince didn't like Justin Timberlake. Prince did not like Justin. And and I feel like the same way how they did Tupac music, and they just had motherfuckers rapping on Tupac music that Tupac would never have rapped with. Like he hated Nas. He wasn't doing no songs with no fucking Nas. (laughs) <laughs> and Prince the same way. Prince hated JT. He ain't doing no fucking songs with JT. So, so once again, you blame the families because <laughs> Prince's sister, his half sister, his sister, all all fucking up. So no, we can rectify his wrongs. On the on-site, they they they're on the on-site list. They can't come to the cookout no more. Hey, <laughs> fucking no. They sold his talent to Universal. Like he had fought so hard back, and they sold it with that, and now it's streaming and shit. And like the only person that it could have streamed with was Tyler. I'm telling you, you had to have secret undercover shit to have Prince's whole catalog. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know Bad Champ. Like he even had his songs removed from YouTube. Like you couldn't even get none of his shit on YouTube. Regular. Like, I had to go and pull old CDs that I burned <laughs> of Prince's music oh, to get that's the that, music. That's that Kazaa music? Exactly. <laughs> Shit, the kids don't know about Kazaa. That's Kazaa how I got exist? No, <laughs> nigga, I was original Napster. I was an original Napster and LimeWire, dog. <laughs> Where you download two songs on your way to class. Yeah, and come, back. come back. And hope nobody calls your fucking phone. <laughs> Mess up everything. Mess up Boy, everything. You want, you, want, you want to get a movie? That's gonna take you eight days. 
to get a movie. Man, these kids don't know. <laughs> these kids do not know. They got high speed everything. Man, I'm patient. Boy, they impatient. Look, my freshman year in college, I had a house phone with caller ID in my dorm room. You got to do what it, it do. So I think this is where we're going to rectify for the wrong of this halftime show. Next year, the Super Bowl going to be in Atlanta. And I think they should just do, like, a tribute to Atlanta musicians. Like, you know, they'll make, like, the blackest Atlanta put Migos on it. T.I., put Jeezy, put the Brat, put all the so-so death. I know the Brat from Chicago, but, you know, she got to come up. And then put like, so, so. this Negro <laughs> said so so death. So so death, goddamn. Hey, yo, yo, yo. So so death, guys. Don't so we're gonna trip. put Shad Moss on there. Hell yeah. Lala, huh? Put Bow on, on there. Yeah, buddy. Have him haul the shaking all that. I don't care. Shad Moss need to check. Shad Moss need to check right now. Put Sierra and one two step on that joint. And, and future can close the show out. I don't know. It'll be good times. Atlanta music on the record. So that's what I'm saying. This, this is what I, that's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Lil John. Also, Lil John's cool. But I want to I wanna point out, though, for real, that Justin Timberlake has always straddled the fucking fence. I remember when he all lives mattered us. Do y'all not remember that? And then he was like, I experienced racism too, and then I was like, "What?" And then he he disrespected Janet Jackson, and then he's not even the best one out of instinct. JC Chavez should have had his like time, and oh, then man. he showed up. To, whatever that nigga too, and then he showed up to the Super Bowl playing Prince. Prince didn't like him. He dissed Prince, put him up on some sheet, some big ass bed sheet. And, like, you know, Prince wasn't with that either. And he was wearing a camouflage suit with Jordans, and I hate that motherfucker for that. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> I thought the outfit was pretty fly. <laughs> I can't lie. I said I didn't think the outfit was. The outfit was <laughs> like the J's were tight. The J's were cold. The J's was cold. Y'all, y'all liked his, I'm a country boy, but I got me a, some nigga in me too outfit. Like, that's what y'all was on? Look, I, I said this during the Super Bowl. <laughs> Justin Timberlake was part of the light skin revolution. No, it was not. I was going to put you in bed and yo, you will be on time. Here was the lightest of the light skins in the light skin revolution. No, no, no. you know why? Because he got there, brothers. He's been holding it down. He's been shaving his head for years to make sure and, you don't see his curly blonde locks no more. His joint is like, nah. I got me a fade JT all the gave, time. JT gave birth to And now he got a perm. Now he got a perm. See, y'all got a perm like, with me. It's like John B, Drake, JT, all these things in the light skin revolution. I'll be sure. So I'll be sure. I, Look, I, but JT is a so dark skin. Dark, so dark skin brothers had a nice run. Like we we took we took hold. In the mid to late nineties, and we held that shit down. We still got a good hole. We still got a hole. And then, the, then the light skin revolution came. Yeah. And then Drake came with his extra sensitive raps <laughs> and made light skin. Oh, well, no, him and Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi on the skin of the black. Nah, black this is Kid, me and Kid Cudi about the same color. <laughs> nah, uh, Kid Cudi a little. Like they had. You got light L, skin tendencies. Elder Barge. 
And I'll be sure. Y'all can't just make light skin. Was in the light skin revolution? They lost out. No, dark skin brothers became the thing. That's it. I know you can't make anybody light skin, but Kid Cudi got light skin tendencies. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> he's emotional. Yeah, he really is emotional. But that's the weed. I'm blaming the weed. I'm blaming the weed with Kid Cudi. That's just be making people emotional. Drugs will do that to be Drugs are bad. Light skin tendencies. Right. So I, I'm just saying, Justin Timberlake, when he dropped Future, Lex, Future Love Sex Sound Songs or whatever that is. Yeah. I'm t- I, you saw all these black women going to get them a little Justin Timberlake. That's, that album's amazing. It was a really good album. I can't like yeah, yeah, that. And no one saying it wasn't a good album. It's just like, you know, Elvis Presley had good fucking albums. Because, <laughs> you, know? you know, Elvis Presley was blonde and then dyed his like hair darker and his eyebrows darker so that he had darker features, right? Like, Justin Timberlake ain't new to this. He true to this. Man, if I was around right now, he would have married a black boy. I know he would have. He wanted to be all Elvis in that black boy. Elvis was racist as shit. Elvis was hella racist. He was hella racist. He would have married a black woman. Yeah, so he could continue to justify her. He married a white woman. The, a fucking has a whole, it wasn't cool at the time. It wasn't cool at the time. We're talking, about, we're talking about 2000 Elvis. Yeah, 2017, okay, well, 2017 Elvis, 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 definitely married a black woman. 2017 Elvis, a.k.a. Justin Timberlake, married Jessica Biel. I don't think he was ever publicly linked to a black woman. How'd he hear? But he made, but he made black women <laughs> choose Justin Timberlake <laughs> like-looking motherfuckers. Yo, Rihanna White dude right now. Serena married a white dude. I'm Justin Timberlake, look at motherfuckers. And I love Serena. Rihanna with a, uh, a whole Arab, those, those, uh, that region of people qualify as Asian, no? Oh, you talking about Rihanna? Rihanna? No, Rihanna people okay. from the Caribbean. No? Yeah. That's she, black. She yeah, black. But, yeah, I'm not saying oh, she look, Asian. Look, 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 look at the She went from light, 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 white. That's where she went. <laughs> But that's, the, but that's the light skin revolution mm-hmm. that's happening yep, in the did. culture today. Chris Brown. Y'all mad. Y'all mad. Y'all mad. Y'all mad. Y'all mad. Y'all mad. Okay. <laughs> wild, wild thoughts? Yeah. Why we got it? Like, it's a light skin revolution right now. I'm watching I'm watching all my light skin friends prosper. <laughs> oh. Thank God I'm married. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Look, so there's a comment. Oh, we're going to address colorism. We don't have that kind of time. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> you get this surface, this surface. In short, but in short, yes, colorism definitely plays into the fact that we are willing to accept Justin Timberlake white ass into black culture without any stop gaps, without any kind no. of. He, no. he had Timberland, it was a stop gap. And, it, and he that's not currency. That's not currency. That's not currency. He did not do um, community. Was his music not? What do you mean, Timberland ain't community. no currency? Because you have a. It's not currency. Like I wish. I wish. I wish.
bitch to my wife be like, I'm good with all black people because I got a black friend named Jasmine. I'll punch you dead in that shit. Like, you have a black friend named Jasmine. But JP, JP, if you making hot ass beats like Timberland, I'm like, I'm cool. Gonna beat your ass. <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass. No, no, no. no. <laughs> if you making that fire, JP, like, like, no. Like and and cool Genuine beat. spoke out about this in the beginning. Genuine, quiet as a test. Like, this was before social media was the fuck. He's not passing no brown paper bag test. 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 He's not passing no brown paper I can't. <laughs> you can be a dancing doll. That's other. Those are all things that are available to you. That's not available to anyone else. But genuine. She's here, Jack and Jill. A, <laughs> you're Jack and Jill. I could, yeah, I, could, I could be a K, right? <laughs> you all those things hey, reported to you. Hey, mm-hmm. genuine is the John Lewis of the light skin civil rights movement. Revolution. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. Any fucking way. So, so genuine talked about this in the beginning when Timberland started doing all this. And Timberlake's black friend. I'm sure he was like, yeah, you can say the word too. I'm sure all of that happened. But Genuine was like, that shit is faulty. That shit fraud for real. Like you can't just be, you can't just invite every white person to the cookout and let them use that invite to the cookout as a whole career trajectory. Like, I get it, get your coins, Timberland. Okay, so you, the invite is like, for one good. time only? That's not a perpetuity. One invite is not a perpetuity. You got to go for that renewal, too. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing was, was Justin Timberlake, like, he still had the teeny bop black girl audience when he was with NC? But you didn't listen to NC? Okay. You didn't listen to NC? Yes, you did. Everybody listened to NC. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that he didn't make good music. Chris Brown got some bops, but I'm not about to be like, yeah, that's my nigga. Like, I'm not. Like, Wait, sure. yeah, I heard you said Chris Brown got the box. Uh, what? Uh, what? Oh, no. Like, oh, I'm going to say, shocking revelations. Like, okay. No. Ooh. You think, oh, I think, hey, you think Rihanna about that. I can just, oh. I, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Chris Brown got all kind of diseases. So is Rihanna. Because she was Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> they were having unprotected sex together. Guess what? What's that? What? Rihanna. He was still saying. <laughs> you were still saying? I can't. I couldn't. Uh, ah, shit. Okay, I, think, I think Rihanna's forehead is too big, and I don't really find attractive. <laughs> That's an unpopular opinion, though. That is a very unpopular opinion. I don't find her. I don't find her. Maybe from the neck down. But like having to look at her consistency in her in her face, I, I just don't find her attractive like that. 
She got like a six head. Yeah. She got a six head. Ain't a five head. Ain't a four head. This is a six that's head. What, that's what they. That's what veins are for. Yeah, I get it. But who wants one of them long ass bangs that that you know is being stretched from the from the pits of hell just to cover up your boy? Nah, I'm good. That's why I wear hats. All right, unpopular <laughs> opinion. Rihanna is not that attractive. Man, you wild on that, bro. I mean, she's fine, bro. I mean, I'm the one who thought that Kelly Rowland was the coldest girl. And Destiny's Child always. You wrong on that one too, bro. Like never was a Beyonce fan. It's Latoya. Nah. And Latavia. Nah. I put Latoya, Latavia, Latavia. Kelly than Beyonce. Here's the thing. Kelly is the most, Kelly the most natural beauty in all of Destiny's Child's everything. And I rock with that. She did the short hair first, magically. She did the long hair. She can actually sing. I'm with it. I'm with Latavia. I think I think I think Beyonce forced them all the girls out because she wasn't getting the shine. I think that's the the the, the, the real real on that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wouldn't put the camera on her. She was number four. She was four out of four. Um, and yeah, Destiny, and Beyonce, Destiny yeah, definitely. She was four out of four. She had to reshuffle the so, deck. I want right. to no. <clears throat> take a second. Somebody, Chris Red McGill, uh, commented. Ti and Iggy Azalea have plenty of writing acts and are profiting from black artists. So shouldn't we do the same to create more power? That's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened. There was no oh, additional. Sorry, uh, yeah, that's not. Tim Timberland made money and some coins and cashed out. It's not like he went and, and then recycled that money. He let his neighbors are white. He didn't increase any tax base in a black neighborhood. He didn't do. I mean, he might donate some money here and there. I, I'm not gonna check this man's pockets. But it's not like he took that money and started a record label and then, or started a movie studio, put like black writers on. I don't, none of this, what's happening, we're just cycling through capitalism and white systemic su supremacy capitalism. That's what's happening. So, to speak to Chris's point. Got you. But, but I saw, so now, now it made me think about this, um, I always say this wrong, mem, meme? Meme. 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 That just should be said. It should be meme. But it's a meme. And it had like all these <laughs> black uh, artists and stuff. And it was like not one hospitals. Stuff. Like, and I'm just thinking to that's myself. But that's to me, that's one of the most reaching memes. No, no, I'm thinking that whole time. I don't got hospital money. <laughs> like all this is a facade. Like, like I'm good, but I don't got hospital money. But I feel like it's. I feel like it's such a. I feel like black people are so quick to tell other black people what they should be doing with their money. Well, but that's nobody what can tell you what to do with your money. Huh? But no, but that's what that's what group economics is, right? So. I get why people are upset about that, but it's like, to what end? Like, you can't say that, you know, before desegregation, we had all those things. We had black hospitals, black schools, black Wall Street, black, I mean, we were able to function within capitalism and still uplift our people, so we created, like, our own parallel capitalism, right? By, but, but just because we could not 
we weren't allowed into white capitalism, right? So all these things, when given the choice of having black capitalism or existing at half mass in white capitalism, we choose existing in. I don't want to get too revolutionary, but look, the, all those things are possible. No, and I no, think we understand it, you. I understand. I understand that. I just thought, like these cats can't even can't even. At, at some point, I intend on being a millionaire and making all my cousins and family members and stuff like that millionaire. And I don't want a picture of us at Christmas and then a circular in the internet and they're saying, all these millionaires and ain't no, ain't no black hospital. Ain't no, like that may not even be, it's just like to me, so many times, like I, I want T.I. who was on that picture to prop up someone who has a real expertise in, in, in creating a hospital or building a hospital. Because it's like, I feel like so many times, and, and to this bigger thought, that black people don't ask experts, subjectmatic experts, to do things for the culture. We ask entertainers who have no thought process or idea about any of that. I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. No, I because think, we have Jay-Z. No, we have Jay-Z. We have Van Jones that does an interview with Jay-Z and asks yeah. Jay-Z how to fix education. Yeah, Jay-Z no. don't know how to fix no fucking education? No, no, Why say, don't we I, have I, I say this. I some say people this. in education no, no, listen, to my fix nigga, education? Listen, I'm sorry. Listen, a lot of times you don't see these other conversations that are happening. Like, all these entertainers who are actually hooking up with these people in educational policies to actually start their schools yeah. in these different I, in districts. You don't hear I, about I, those stories. You're right. That's you the it, problem. It, you don't hear about it. That's because, the problem. But at the end of the day, okay. we all realize we're in a capitalistic society, right? That's, you got to move the dial what if to Jay get that commercial. You got to get that money, baby. What if Jay-Z said, Jay said, I don't have any expertise in education. But I have this person who has expertise in education. Let's bring them on stage and talk about education and how to fix these schools. Did Jay Z do that? No. Did Ben Jones Is want him to do that? Enough. I don't know. No. So I that's that's my thought. I just hate I hate the way black folks don't prop up black people who are subject matter experts. We go and get Jay Z. We go and get T I. So we got French Montana so I talking said, about immigration. So I'm gonna tell you like this. All these player, player. I'm gonna tell you like this. No, let me finish my thought real quick. Wait, French, Mont Mont French Montana is not black. It's not. Don't include him in the conversation. I mean, French Montana from Africa. I mean, nah, he don't claim. There's bro. white people. There's bro. white people from Africa. They black all of a sudden. I mean, is that he don't claim us? He don't claim us. But I was born in America. My Native American. To my point, we are grabbing the wrong people and propping up the wrong people as subject matter experts in, in areas that they should have no say in being a subject matter expert. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear Jay-Z's take on immigration. His ancestors were brought here as slaves. Like, he lived here. He was born here. No, he has no immigration background. Like, put somebody on that has a real so, immigration and been fighting for immigration. Give that platform to somebody who can actually say something intelligent about it. 
and move a, a platform. I agree. I agree. So I'm going to say it's like this to, to all y'all. Quick question. Can I, can I, quick question? Was Jay-Z a part of the light skin revolution? I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell you this. I got a, I got a strong opinion. He was ugly light skin. Yeah. And the more money he made, the 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 more y'all was able, and that's when y'all pulled him into the light skin coalition. Cause y'all screwed him at arm's length. Y'all screwed him at arm's length because he was ugly. You start making money, kind of like start bucking the system. Everybody like, oh shit, he light skin too. Go ahead and bring him. That nigga was that's exactly what happened. That nigga ugly. He's so fucking ugly, Lord. Right, but, but he part of the light skin coalition <laughs> because yeah. because because Jones will give him a platform to talk about education, immigration, a presidential run in twenty twenty, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like Jay Z, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> I love me some Jay Z music. So I'm gonna say it like this to you guys: after a while. And I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna claim it. I'm gonna put it in the atmosphere. They're gonna be calling us to be that expert. You know, you're gonna be like, "Hey, I don't have the true expertise. You need to call uh, this person. I do it now. And take take my spot to to do it. I do it now. Fuck that shit. Bro. I do it now. Well, no, I mean, that's what we ask. Give me the check. That's what we ask white people to do when speaking about race matters, right? Like when Tim Wise gets up there and talks about white privilege and just regardless, it's a bunch of shit that black people been saying. We'd be like, "Yo, ass to the call black people up here." Exactly. And, and I'm the I'm the I'm always the first person to be like, "This person knows way more about this." The reason why the reason why the reason why I don't do this show by myself is because. I'm not a subject matter expert about everything, so I'm trying to bring in people okay. who do who do stuff differently than I do and do it well. So, so I'm gonna tell you like this: when we start getting calls and you start turning them shit down, and JB, you start turning them shits down. Guess who ain't gonna turn we down? Yo, no, we know yo. We know yo. We know yo. I'm like yo. Yo, I got, I got, I got, I got these degrees. I'm about to use them. I am your expert. But give me the money. That's why. That's why you have your black scale. That's why I put you where I put you. Hey, but at least I got the degrees and the know-how. Of doing it, not like I'm making shit up. But if somebody told me, if somebody told me we want to get your thoughts about this education, why wouldn't I suggest you? Like I'm not that. That's not my that, only ramble okay, focus, though. Okay, I get that, but but I don't have that kind of ego, and I and people know I don't have that kind of ego. Like if you want me to talk about economic development, nah, I don't have no expertise in that. But if you want to talk about a, a social commentary about race and culture as as a whole, I do have some expertise on that and the historical significance of it all. Yeah, I do have a context well, that, that on make, that. That would, make you, uh, that would make you qualified then to speak to it. What he's talking about is he don't have shit to do with immigration reform. He doesn't understand legislature. He hasn't been in the trenches around it. So why the fuck should he be like, why should he get invited to speak in front of millions of people to validate his opinion for cash? Like, I mean, yes, it was a cash grab. Van Jones is also on the very bottom of my blackness meter, and not because, for one reason or another, but he just keeps doing such shit, right? Like, you know, he didn't eat Boston 
baked beans like candies. He wasn't at the corner store. Like he wasn't, you know, playing. Word, how do you know his history? I don't, but it, I just feel like he threw all that away. He got but I 100% agree because they like Ben Jones is a a tempered Negro who they can control. <laughs> like he's turned he, into he, a Dom. He's turned into a Dom, Dom Lemon used to be. Yeah, Dom Lemon. Before yeah. Dom Lemon found his blackness, man. Like Dom Lemon found his blackness, unlocked his blackness. I think Dom Lemon. He's gonna make everybody I think black. Dom Lemon got a black. Dom Lemon got a black boyfriend. I think is what happened, and then it was curtains for all that shit. He was like, maybe he want, maybe he one of the people that lose himself in the relationships. And Bruh. he started dating a, a black revolutionary freedom fighter. Yo. And he was like, yo, yes. keep, keep I'm game. on. Game. Don Lemon got blacker. Anderson Cooper got blacker. Everybody getting black in there. Why? No, why are you? That's almost like personification. Does he think Justin Timberlake is black? Because he think Justin Timberlake is black. I can't believe you just said that. You just said Justin Timberlake light skin. I can't believe you. I can't believe you, KP. No, KP. 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 With their joints, like you, well, you don't have the luxury of sitting on the sideline anymore. Everybody militant by default, one way or the other. Like you, if you sitting down, you took a stand. But that, but that's the thing. We are highlighting and giving a platform to people on this on this way center scale or far right of of revolutionary and 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 a and a thought. So I feel like. We need to be highlighting voices on that on that left on that left end of the spectrum spectrum that's some real revolutionary who has some real revolutionary ideas about education like segregate the shit for real. Shit already segregated. I, I'm talking about I'm talking about put the black teachers with all the black students, with black principals, we don't want, we don't want no, we don't want no Americans control over the schools. We don't want federal, we don't want federal standards. We don't want none of that shit. So, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you like I, the JB don't know. I'm, I said this thing before. I in my teaching career, I've been teaching damn near for a decade now. I've never taught a white child in my whole career. Never. Should we clap? But it's not, we is that by design? I don't know. Is that by design? I'm in, I'm in D.C. I'm in D.C. And the few times I did PDs at other schools, and the rare occasion I'm at a public school, and I'm like, oh, white children do go to public school well, in that's D.C.? A, that's a new D.C. I was like, what is this? What is this? I have never seen this before in my life. And they told me, like, oh, yeah, they come to the elementary school uh, which is a charter school, and then by the time they go to middle, they all transfer out to the private schools, so they ain't quite ready to integrate the middle and the high schools yet, but they'll do the elementary now, because these millennials want to come back into the city, and their kids, they want to make sure they get a little bit of culture, not too much, not too much, just a little bit of culture, 
uh, just a little pepper on their salt, and then they be out on that joint. I was like, Bird. just so you can say, I went to school with some black kids. Yep, so yep, I can't yep. be racist. <laughs> Buy them to my house and everything to the sleepover. Ain't nothing more scary to a black child than going to a white person's house to a sleepover. I don't even, I'm trying to think if I've ever done that in life. Bruh, I'm about to write a, a, a post on it now about why more white men should be saying me too. Cause no, 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 <laughs> no, no. That's not what the hashtag is for. Nope, not for white men. I'm not even going to allow this. We're not allowing this. We're not allowing this. We're not allowing this. Wait till I write the post. We're not allowing this. Wait till I write the post. No. <laughs> not allowed. I just, I just, we have a disclaimer that Devin Brown's opinions are the, solely of Devin Brown and it does not by any means reflect those of your blackest hour as a That's Thank already you. in the legal document. That's already in the terms in the legal on the website. I think this may be the first time I've white, white, white man said on this white, the, sorry. You said white man and me too in the same <laughs> sentence without accusing a white man of violating, of violating someone. Jesus. You said, right. You sound like a white feminist woman right now. No, wait till I read the post. You yes, yes. Jesus, fuck yes. Wait till I read the post. And then comment on the motherfucker so we can get that traffic, baby. I don't care. Comment, 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 goddammit. Comment, comment, comment. I want you to have that visceral reaction to the shit that I'm writing. That's what we trying to do. Span the discussion. I don't give a mother. Don't, don't, don't very smart brother. Don't very smart brother me. All right. Like, don't. Spit out my energy drink. like it. He in the, he in the he liked the joint. The joint gonna be fire, hot fire. Dude, you just dude, dude, dude. I'm as your older cousin. I want to protect you from stuff. I don't care. Right, but I gotta let you. I gotta let you. <laughs> I gotta let this grenade blow up in your hand. Hey, look! If this be the first thing on the website that get comments, so be it. You gonna get drunk. I. I don't care because you haven't read how I'm going to present it. Okay, you're right. <laughs> but JV is already texting people. She's already texting people getting the army ready to drag you. Like, like girl, wait for this yeah. article to drop. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to write the joint tonight. I was going to wait till Friday to drop the hotness. But no, now I'm going to write the joint tonight. And now I got to be up late. I hope it's no today so I don't got to go to school. How many, how, how, how many, how many tickets do I get in one show? How many? I mean, I just can't. It, it's whatever. It's whatever, B. Nigga, 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 no. Like, no. No. I don't care. This is your blackest hour. The blackest hour on the net, and we are still going because we got like a lot of people watching the show. Yes, hello, hello. Hello, hey, yo, yo. Look, look, agenda's gone. We just, we just off the cuff right now. <laughs> Giving y'all the real. www.yourblackesthour.com. All the podcasts are available on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Blog Talk, and on the website. So, side note, JB, I'm an what? asshole. <laughs> well, I'm a lovable one, you know? So, 
anything to really like press buttons. And, I'm non-confrontational, but uh, I'm an asshole at at the end of the I day. I mean, that's just like saying white man and black power. Like it just don't go. Like, yes, it don't go. Yes, it don't go. It don't go. White men saying I am a man too. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think it's super fucked. It's super fucked up that we have to either in racialized terms for your black ass to fucking understand. It's so right. <laughs> oh, this is hashtag black boy joy for me. God damn it, I'm laughing it inside, and I don't care right now. So that just I'm gonna so, fight you, Tevin. I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> That just brings me to a to another thought. As our as our country spirals out of control under our under our our leader, Aaron Chief, Commander in Chief. Like what have we still not reached the threshold where white people say like enough is enough? Never. Like I just go back to I think I think I talked about this on a previous show. About uh uh, how white people when Nixon was doing his fucked up shit and like other people have just done crazy shit and and white people have said like okay like this is not even white people's standard and they've, and they've acted but I feel like every day I turn on the news we look at MSNBC or CNN or CNBC or and there's this like little white people outrage but like there's no massive white people outrage or it's just like eh, I hate it but I'm white so we okay so I think this administration has proven the point of how far some white people will go to defend whiteness because Trump is the antithesis of Obama. And so therefore anything he does is exactly what they wanted him to do. And so there will not be any outrage because this is what they wanted him to do is fulfilling their inner desires. He is their inner id and manifest into human form. And they want that to, that to be manifested. Like, I was too scared to say what he said, but he just shoots it off the hip. I wish I had the the, the okay. bravery to do okay. that. Okay. But yeah. even so, there are white people who don't feel that way, right? Like, when have we got to the point where they don't, like, white people don't like white people? So why are... The white people that don't like that white person, like really stepping up, because like I, I listen to um, who who was I talking to, and they were like, "Well, you know, we 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 marched and and I've been sharing these these thought pieces with my with my other, other white friends," and I'm just like looking at like that's not enough. I don't care about your thoughts. <laughs> like, like that's not enough at all. Like, what are you, what are you doing? And so, and then, but then at the end of the day, like we we unpacked everything, and at the end of the day, they was like, 
it just doesn't affect them at the end of the day. Like, it really does not affect them. Like, they think it's wrong, and they feel bad about it, but it's like feeling bad like when you get a flat tire or like they run out of your, your favorite um, cup of like your favorite brand of coffee at the gro- grocery store. Like it's that kind of feel bad. Not, uh, oh, my country's going to shit or, oh, like white people are just really fucking up right now. Like we even had the Civil War and it was about money, but still enough white people was like, you fucking with my money. We got to do something about this. Right? We don't even have that. Like, they have white people in the North, like, yo, they fucking with our money. And white people in the South, like, yo, they fucking with our money. We got to go fight this out. Clearly, Trump is fucking with people's money. As by evidence of the stock market. And I feel like they created this whole, you know, I was a big fan of Bitcoin and blockchain, and I was following all the cryptocurrencies. Now look at how many people lost their goddamn money because you created an artificial white people. White people made another bubble, and we're about to see that bubble burst. Stock market crash. Shit about to do what shit gonna do, and I think all of us have to use history as a means to, like insulate ourselves from the trials that are coming. Like everything that's happened has already been documented. I thought I thought no. you were about to say something about the Bible or something. No, like that. no, no. I was about to I was about to scream. No, no. I was about to scream. It, historically minded. You know, we historians and we study the history so we won't be doomed repeated. But so many people now are so anti intellectualism that if you tell them, like, hey, every indicator of our history has determined that if you do this, this will happen. And they like, fuck you, egghead. I'm like, I feel like I'm in the movie uh, of Idiocracy, Revenge of the Nerd. 12 Years of Slave. Like, all these movies combined <laughs> where they like, yo, fuck, fuck, your, fuck your knowledge, man. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't like being told what to do, but I'm like, bro, like, if you do this, this will happen. And they're like, nah, you sound like one of them nerds, bro. I'm going to do this shit because it feels good. And I'm like, but we going to die. And you're like, nah, but it feels good right now. I'm like, you going to kill the country. We going to die like Rome did. Nah, but it feels good. I'm like, all right, bro. But that's why I'm like, there's enough white people all right, this is an all-cause bulletin to white people. I know y'all don't really watch this show because it's called Your Blackest Hour. Mikey, uh, call your people, boy. Mikey, do a quick huddle. <laughs> call do a quick huddle up. with your people. He might not be on. He was like, like, I, I, hey, Mikey was like, y'all supposed to go from 8 to 9. I'm well, done. <laughs> well, this is Your Blackest Hour, Mikey. You got to deal with that shit. We do the shit the way we want to do it. We don't want to conform to any white person's standard of what we have for our show. And he was like, and your shit ain't been an hour. <laughs> your shit is more than an hour already. <laughs> I don't got that kind of time, bro. <laughs> daughter, I got a son. I got shit to do. <laughs> well, see, look, I see I see in the comments um talking about like uh it it does it does affect white people positively. Why would they change that? It's not affecting white people positively. You know how many pensions just got like got lost? Like you lose fifteen hundred points in the stock market, it's a lot of people out now. 
Like I'm a dumbass. I put some money in a high, high stakes uh, stock market. It's not doing well. Yeah, I check my retirement myself, man, because they put all that retirement in. Like, in like the, the smart play is to put all your shit in, like, like the safest mutuals that you possibly can, and and play it that way for the next four years, and just hope the thing doesn't bottom out. But yeah, I I just I'm just like, golly, like, are white people that like? Do they have that much? Like, even the good quote-unquote good white people do they have that much like pride or that much ego or or like are you protecting white supremacy at the cost of like because money has always been the, the factor so are you protecting white supremacy even at the cost of your own financial losses Bruh. because the north didn't do it Bruh. north was like yo we're about to take these l's and on his finances like, let's go ahead and kill this South game, get them back in the union. We need to get this manufacturing back on because they making the cotton, but we building the shelves that export it. And that's what we need. White people invented a continent. So you think they're not beyond going against their own economic means of are you talking about Europe? Are you saying, are you saying that Europe is a real continent? Yeah, you wrote a whole article about it. I wrote a whole post on it. <laughs> you are right. You are right. I was like, all these continents start with A. This is like A, really just a, a large-ass island. This shit ain't no fucking continent. How can this even be? And I was like, white magic, you know? White magic shit. Hashtag white lies matter. Look, I wrote a whole post. It's and like, they, even, <laughs> they even, like... Make Europe so much bigger. <laughs> that Mercator scale. Right. That Mercator scale. Shit. Like, like you literally You're the biggest fuck. <laughs> you can literally like spend a day and walk across Spain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It'll take you all the uh, all the uh, three hours to walk through through the uh, uh the Netherlands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so I say all that. Like if you haven't checked it out, wrote a whole post about how Europe ain't really a continent and whatnot, broke it down for you and everything like that. But if White people are willing to invent a whole continent. What else are they willing to do to protect their whiteness? And I'm not saying, you know, be proud in who you are. I'm proud to be a black person. And you should be proud to be who you are. But it's kind of interesting, the leaps and means some people go to maintain. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Leaps and means? M-E-A-N-S Means Not memes M-E-M-E Means Means Okay Yeah Go ahead Continue I'm sorry That was You broke my train of thought Great I did everyone I did everyone in service just now I'm just saying Be proud of who you are And what not But examine your history because your history may not be too impressive. That's all. <laughs> I hey, somebody put MB, our former producer, um, said that uh, that it's not a it's not a white people thing. It's a Republican Democrat. No, because there are Republicans that are like, what the fuck is going on? But we're just gonna ride this train. Now this is a white person. This is a straight white people. Yes. Thing. Like white people gotta own this yes. history. Like thirty years, Except, they gotta look, look back and all that shit. 
look, to be completely transparent, like, about how I feel about it, it's the white moderate that hasn't given a fuck about black issues now or ever, right? They don't care about things that exclusively affect black people, and so shit has gotten out of hand, and now they experience things that a fuck about when it was just we were dying of heroin overdoses when we were losing the clothes off our fucking back and all of a sudden the chickens coming home to roost and now they are scrambling but they still want to hold on to cheating and it's not gonna work there's there's a reckoning that has to happen in a white moderate household that actually happens that that has been examined the complicitness in racism their absolute silence in racism and how they further and propagate racism themselves. You don't have to be a car carrying member of the Klan to be racist. All you gotta do is, is stage one, justify why my ass is okay to get beat by the police. Stage one, that's that's racist. I, you you wanna talk about I should have complied? Your ass racist. Everybody who a gun that's they ask is complied enough and it, and not listening to the police is not a death sentence yeah amen to that i'm gonna say it like this jb i had a, a professor at morehouse who of african-american studies who declared that based on the definition of racism that if you were born and raised in america as a white person you are inherently racist racist doesn't make you evil but because you were born in america you are to agree racist just like if you are a man born into america to a degree you are sexist and once you come to terms and grips with that what are the means you're going to do to rectify the situation because you are benefiting from a system that was built to benefit you and you're not doing anything to really break down that system of benefit. And I always think about that. It's like, no matter how things are going, like racism is in there and you may not realize it, it may not be explicit, but the implicit biases and racism is in you because it was taught to you whether you wanted to get that lesson or not. Comment in the face. Go, go ahead, JB, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just, so there's a Toni Morrison quote that dissects that whole intersection of thought perfectly. And I'm going to misquote her, and I'm sorry. Uh, but it, essentially what it breaks down to is that white people have always been willful children. That's it. With a, a very big stick, right? And for the most part, black people have had to dodge the stick and take care of them and experience the world as adults from birth. Whereas, I mean, just if, be, on, be in public somewhere and look at how black children interact in that space versus white children of the same age in that space. And, that, and just think of how that frames their entire fucking world, right? They own everything and everybody in that space. And that's just a regular observation. They'll scream. They'll kick the back of your airplane chair for four hours. They'll do whatever the fuck they want to do, and their parents just be like, that's just little Jimmy. And meanwhile, black children have to be 
policed by their parents from the very beginning just to be able to survive and make it through that world, right? And then the same thing, I mean, anyways, but I digress. But what the point that I'm trying to get to is, yes, that being white in a colonist, capitalist society makes you inherently racist because you are peppered with racism and ideations, images, um, writings, your entire your entire life, and there's not much you can do about it, but start to address and, and undress those thoughts, right? So, not uh, and white Mike, you know what I mean? Like, I know you were over here, you had a, a question before, like, what oh, could you Mike? do? Yeah, gave him a nickname. <laughs> He's white Mike now. Go ahead. Go ahead. We just, we well, had our so nicknames, sir. Yeah, no, nicknames. Why am I? Well, he had, he had he had posed the question like, "What can he do?" Right, like to. Right, I saw that. I was gonna put that out to the group. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's worth and I think it's worth discussing, right? So, what can you do as a white person? And the very bare minimum is to un undo the racism within yourself. That's the bare minimum. That's why you know I don't molest kids. Like that's the bare minimum you can do. <laughs> Right. It's true, like, for real, it's the bare minimum. But but, the, but what you can do, what you can do to to further that discussion, a more radical approach would be to help undo the racism in your mother, the racism in your spouse, the racism in your child, and you can love these people and they still be very much racist. And it's so hard that for black people to do that heavy lifting because you have that un that that unconscious bias anyway that what I'm saying is made up because that's what the world has told you about racism. That black people have it on fairgrounds, we all got the same shake and shit. My mama was alive when schools were segregated. My grandparents came home from the war, my grandfathers came home from the war, were denied the GI housing bill and were spat on for walking walking in the parade. Like, let's let's keep it all the way 100. This shit is one generation removed, if that, right? If that, like, like pure legislated racism. My mama couldn't go to, a, like, a, a white preschool type of shit, right? So it's lots of work to undo. I wish I could give, like, better tangible answers than, I mean, I would read... I would read some the ISIS papers. I think is a good place to start. The Bell Hooks. Um, yeah. I, I I I agree with you, a hundred percent. And and sometimes I have to kind of like get out of this mode. Like like why white people always asking us how to fix the how to fix the shit? You know, like like we didn't create it. We didn't. We don't perpetuate it. We don't have the institutions in place, so I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to fix this stuff. Like, you got to take that to your community. But I, I feel like, um, it's the same discussion that white people have when they talk about, quote unquote, black on, black on black crime, right? Like, you know, it's education, it's economic opportunity. You know, it's like all these things that that black people need. To, to get out of this this situation, well, I, I feel like dismantling white supremacy is the same. It's like the same thing as like it's the same thing as like black on black crime, but it's real, yeah. and it needs <laughs> white people to educate themselves 
it needs white people to stop perpetuating stereotypes about people of color. It needs white people not to be complicit in electing officials that are openly racist. Like, these are things that need to happen, and that's how you start to fix the things. Like, you... And, and you don't rely on black people to, like, help you fix it, right? So... I look at the election of Doug Jones versus Roy Moore, right? If it wasn't for black people, he would have got elected because there was not enough white people to say, this guy who molests women and who is, uh, is a straight racist, we don't need him in, in Congress, in the Senate. But it took black people to get him elected because not enough white people said, like, there's a bare minimum standard that we want to hold our elected officials to. Yo. And 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 that's that's how you can do to help start dismantling racism without actually having black people do all the heavy lifting. It always goes to the greater point that it definitely shows that Roy Moore more aligned with the values that they wanted in Congress. So it didn't matter he did X, Y, and Z. The things he was saying were the things that they believed in, that they internalized, which is a more problematic thing. So to dismantle racism, like you gotta understand that this 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 root is so thick that it's gonna be extremely difficult to eradicate it because it's something in a lot of people's fiber and being that is a part of like the raison d'etre. Hey guys. It's your black side. Any last any last word? Yo, this article about the right tonight is gonna be fire. You make sure you put that thing out and, and make sure you get that thing out. I'm gonna be high. I hope you bust your pinky toe. Wait, what's that? I said, I <laughs> your pinky toe against the corner of a wall. Like just Straight into on your pinkiest of pinky toes. Like we're gonna we're gonna be responding to we're gonna be responding to some of the Facebook comments. So keep the comments rolling. Um, however, I like five black businesses that y'all need to mess with. Pointing some black businesses that'll be my next post on the Black Is Our website. And um, we'll be waiting for Mr. Brown's post because it might break the fucking internet. Um, <laughs> I uh, see, I was going to write about books people should be reading, shit they should be on. But since y'all got a visceral reaction, I got to bang out this other shit. I was right. going to wait till Friday on. We're going to break the internet. <laughs> shit going to um, be dope. Shit going to be dope. So look, it's, it's like 10 <laughs> I'll send it to you to let you proofread it and everything. I'll, I'll email it to you. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Why you want? Why you want her to be enraged to late at night? Don't read it until you like center yourself and and like like emotional capacity and, and currency to read his article because you got to give it a thorough read. Yeah, you're the thorough. I'm not reading it. I'm not just gonna say, I'm gonna have to hit y'all with a nah. Nah, because we want you to take notes. I want you to go through and dissect it. Like we can screenshot the Google of you going through and being like, what the fuck? Nigga. 
What the fuck? <laughs> I can't do it. I refuse to do that emotional labor. My bad, though. So. Hey, so we appreciate everybody that was in the in the comments on your Black Desire. If you don't know, we live stream this on Facebook Live www.facebook.com, your blackest hour, at your blackest hour on Instagram, at hour on Twitter, blog talk radio slash your blackest hour, iTunes, your blackest hour, Google Play, your blackest hour. Get the latest version of the podcast tomorrow at www.yourblackesthour.com. We thank everybody who tuned in tonight live. And everyone who's going to listen on the podcast later. And check out the articles. This is Your Blackest Hour. Your Blackest Hour on the net. I'm Mr. Brown. I'm KP. And I'm JB. Good night. And keep your blackness on a swivel.